presented by the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. Tonight we present Call Not Any Man a Fool, a drama of human understanding of others, based on a teaching from the greatest life ever lived. Our scene is the town of Bethel in Judea, where in one house a man waits for his son. After looking through the doorway again, he turns to his wife... Rachel. Please, Samson. I know what you're going to say. And if you do, does that deprive me of the right to have my say in this household? Samson, after all, he's only a boy. It's when they're boys that their lives are shaped and formed. Of course. Well, will you tell me that I'm trying to do the boy harm? Do I try to teach him bad habits? Well, can't you be gentle with him? Gentle? How long can I indulge him in his foolish ways? The boy is not foolish. I have to say it, Rachel. Our son is a great disappointment to me. Oh, no, Samson. I never thought I'd hear you. Uh, I know it's not a nice thing to say, but I had such plans for the boy. When he was born, I used to imagine what it would be like. The boy and I, good friends, proud of each other. The boy loves you, Sam. Maybe, but I want a son I can be proud of. A son that other people would envy us for. The boy will grow. He'll learn. Besides, there's, there's something about him. There that... certainly is. While the other boys are out playing games, displaying their strength, he roams the hills collecting stones and flowers and all sorts of things. He has natural curiosity. Well, he'll learn to have some curiosity about the things I want him to do. And when he... Ah. There you are. Yes, Father? Well, out with it. Where have you been? It's almost dark. Yes, sir. Well, my dear, did you hear the... Brilliant answer my son gave me. He quite agrees with me that it's dark. We're making progress. Come here. Samson. Now then, where were you till this hour? Out. Playing games with the other boys, perhaps? Learning to hurl a spear or run swiftly? Well? No, sir. I know that. Because I saw the other boys at play. Do you know that Andrew can hurl a spear almost as far as I could when I was a boy? Yes, I was the best in all Bethel in my youth. But you, can you even hurl one correctly? No. And why? Because you don't try. And in the evening when all the men gather and they talk about their sons, what do I have to say? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I have to say it, son. I'm disappointed in you. Father, I, I tried. Samson, leave the boy alone. That's what I mean. How can I make an impression on the boy's mind when you're always coming between us? Rachel, we have a man-child, a great honor, a very fortunate thing in view of the fact that you... Samson, please. I'm sorry. Go to your room, Philip. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, Rachel. I'd rather have cut out my tongue than said anything like that. I know how you risked your life to have the child. Please, Samson, anything. I could stand anything. Only never reproach me for that. I'm sorry, more sorry than I can tell you. 
But it's because he's our only child that I want so much for him to be everything I dreamed of. Well, then if you feel that way, try with the boy. Be kinder to him. Spend more time with him. I'll do it. But honestly, Rachel, I have no faith in our son. No faith. He's a fool. A fool. But I'll try. Here, Samson, I've packed some fresh cheese and bread, and there's a crock of milk hanging in the well. Everything, Samson, for you and your son to have a fine day together. Thanks. I'll give the boy every chance to prove himself. I promise you that. Good. And I'm taking his spear along. At first, I'll pretend I'm using it only as a walking staff. But when we get far away from town, I'm going to show him how to hurl it. And we'll practice and practice until he's as good as the other boys. You'll see. Oh, I hope he pleases you. Me? What about him? I'm doing this for his sake, too, you know. Of course. Now, take the food and don't forget the crock in the well. And, Samson, I pray you two will return better friends. Tired, are you, son? Oh, no, Father. I could walk all day like this with you. Well, I must confess I'm getting a little hungry. How about you? Well, I've been hungry for quite a while. I thought if you could wait, so could I. Then there's no need to wait any longer. We'll stop here. We'll have that fine meal your mother prepared for us. Mm. This is a good place right here. Here, Father? Shall we sit here? If you like. And let me open the napkin with the bread and cheese. Here we are. Go on, Philip. Help yourself. Thank you, sir. Meanwhile, I'll take the cover off the milk crack. There. there we are. Drink. Yes, Father. Uh, of course, after we've eaten, I think we ought to rest a while. If you think it's best. Yes, and uh, as long as we have the spear with us, why, uh, maybe we'll be able to practice hurling it. Hmm? What do you say? Hurling the spear? Father, I, I don't do that very well. You might be disappointed in me again. If you don't do it well at first, we'll practice for a while. All right, huh? But I... Yes, Father. We'll practice. <laughs> Now we'll try it once more, Philip. Yes, sir. You take hold of the spear here. You see? Yes, sir. Ah. Well, just don't stand there. Take hold of it. Yes, sir. Now raise your arm to about here. That's right. Now take two steps forward like this. One, two, and hurl it with all your might. I'll now, try. I'll try, sir. Oh, Philip. Philip, can't you do anything right? What's the matter with you? I don't know, sir. I tried. Well, go get the spear. Try it again. Go on. Yes, sir. Of course, I'll say one thing for you. 
The way you throw a spear, you don't have to walk far. Yes, sir. Now, try it as I told you, and don't be so slow about it. Ah, that's better. Better. Now we're making progress. Now, try it again, and this time, throw your whole body forward as you do it. Get every muscle into it. Yes, sir. Well, the spear, it's broken. Couldn't have. I can tell by the way it sounded when it struck. The shaft is perfectly sound. Well, I know, but but the point's been blunted. It struck a rock. We can still get on with our practice. Well, I, I'd rather not practice anymore. You mean you're tired already? Well, it's not that I'm tired, but but this rock the spear struck, it, it's so unusual. Rock's a rock. There's nothing unusual about any of them. Some are bigger, some are smaller, that's all. Oh, no, sir. Look, the coloring of it and how smooth it is. So different from the others you find around here. What did you say? This rock is different, just as there are different flowers and different kinds of insects. Why should this rock be smooth when others are jagged? Did you ever think of that, Father? Well, tell me, Philip, is this what you spend all your time doing when you're away from the house? Why, yes, sir. What kind of foolish nonsense is that? How could any son of mine be interested in such fool ideas? What's the matter with you, Philip? We have a tradition of fighting heroes behind us. Joshua, Saul, David. Yes, David, a boy who slew Goliath, a warrior, a leader, a king of Israel. And look at you. Rocks. Flowers. You're a disgrace to the memory of our ancestors. Uh, What do you have to say for yourself? Father, I... I can't help it. Well, David was a warrior, but Solomon, his son, he was a scholar, a poet, wasn't he, Father? And if he was? Did he disgrace his father, David? Are you comparing yourself to Solomon? Well, now I've heard everything. I promised your mother I'd do my best, and I did. But you're hopeless, Philip, hopeless. Just a born fool, I guess. Come on, come home. I give up with you. Well, where is he now? Please, Samson, you've frightened him enough. Frightened him? He's a boy. He shouldn't be frightened of anything. Where is he? I I don't know. After what happened yesterday, I haven't tried to order him about. Samson... Did you call the boy a fool? Well, I I had to make an impression on that stubborn mind of his. You shouldn't have done it. Then why not? If I can't convince him, I'll try to goad him into doing the right thing. Maybe if the boy gets angry enough, he'll become determined to do what I want. He's frightened. He doesn't know how to become angry. But he knows how to confuse me with his strange manner and his talk. Comparing himself to Solomon. Did he tell you about that? Well, he's like other boys, and that's just the way I'll treat him. He's not to be punished, Samson. I suppose we'll give him another chance, and another, and another, and he'll never learn. No, he's had his last chance. Last chance? Wait. Samson. What is it, Rachel? This morning when I talked to him, I said you'd give him another chance. But he didn't seem to believe me. He didn't. Samson. Rachel. No, he wouldn't do it. Well, he's never stayed away this late before, has he? He wouldn't. I'll find out. Where are you going? To his room to see. But you know he's not there. There's something else I want to find out. Rachel, please. What are you looking for, Rachel? 
fill up stones and things. All the things he's collected. Well? They're gone. All gone. And he's gone too, Samson. Oh, my boy. Oh, please, Rachel. I don't believe it. He's not the kind of boy who would run off. He isn't. And yet, he's gone. Tell me, Micah, you're his teacher. Where would my son have gone? And why? Samson, your boy's gone? What do you mean? Run off into the night somewhere. I don't know. Rachel's going from house to house searching for him. We can't find him. Oh, that's too bad. Such a fine lad. So smart. This is no time for idle flattery, Micah. No, no matter what the boy is, I must find him. After all, he's my son. What do you mean, Samson? I forgive the boy everything. Only I must find him. I must get him back. What is there to forgive? The lad's smart in school and... He has such ingenious ways of collecting knowledge. I tell you, I learn almost as much from him as he learns from me. What? Of course. He keeps all of us entertained with his little talks on rocks and flowers. I believe the other boys would rather listen to him than to me. Ah, useless knowledge, all of it. There is no knowledge that is useless, Samson. It develops the boy's mind. I have no time to talk to you about it now, Mike. Do you or don't you know where the boy is? I'm sorry, I don't. But I hope you find him. I sincerely hope so. Jonathan, Jonathan, have you seen my boy? Philip? Gone? Yes, have you seen him? No, Samson, but I wouldn't worry about him. Any boy who knows this countryside as well as Philip does isn't a boy you have to worry about. He's not lost. He's... Jonathan, he's run away. Philip? Run away? It must have been something dreadful, Samson, to make him do that. Well, just a disagreement between us. How could you quarrel with such a boy? He's a fine lad. I often wish my Andrew were more like him. Andrew? But Andrew's one of the best boys around here. Can hurl a spear further than the rest. And if he can, there are other things I'd like him to learn. Things your Philip knows. Now that he's lost, I'd like to help find him. But I wouldn't know where to look. I must find him. I must. Where could he have gone? John, people are gathering again to hear the master. John, do you hear me? What, Peter? Oh, you didn't hear me. Something's on your mind, John. What is it? Over there. That boy. Well, he's come to hear the master. Is there anything wrong in that? It's the way the boy looks around him. As though he's afraid something or someone will catch up with him. There's a boy who's in trouble. Then it's our duty to help. Come. 
Son, is there anything we can... Oh! What do you want? We thought there was something we could do for you. Me? No. I'm all right. Of course you are. But maybe you could help us. Me? Help you? Yes. uh, There's a boy somewhere around here, and he's alone and in some kind of trouble. And uh, if uh, we could help him, it would make John and me feel very much better. Now, if you've seen such a boy... A boy in trouble? Yes. Well, I... I guess you could say I'm in trouble. If you'd feel better helping someone, you could help me. Would you let us do that? Well, sure. Well, that's just fine. You come with us, son. And it's your good luck that we're just about to eat our midday meal. Isn't it, John? Is that all you can eat, son? Yes, sir. We'll have to be content with that, Peter. (laughs) Now, my boy, what is this trouble you're in? Nobody wants me. I see. Oh, that's too bad, son. You see, I can't hurl a spear. Is that so? And nobody wants you because of that? Well, maybe not nobody, but... My father doesn't. Your father, huh? Yes, sir. You see, he thinks that all the rocks and flowers and things, that they don't count. They're not interesting or anything. But you think they are? Oh, yes, sir. I think they're interesting. But you'll laugh. No, we won't, son. Well, I think they're beautiful. Even as the master does. For they're God's work. God's work. Yes, sir. I I never thought of it that way, but it's true. It is. And the master, he feels the same way I do. I don't know what to say. Perhaps you better not say anything more, son. You look tired. A little sleep might make you feel better if you haven't slept all night. Tell the truth, sir. I haven't. Then come along, son. Sleep is what you'll have. Please, someone, tell me, have you seen a lone boy? But I must find my son. Friend. There are others here who want to listen to the master's words. Who are you? Uh, have you seen a boy? A lost boy? My name is Peter. I'm one of the master's followers. And as for having seen a boy, I've seen many. But this one was lost. I thought he might have come here. Somehow I feel he'd come to the master if he were in trouble. And is he in trouble? My son... <laughs> He's run away. Oh, I see. John, did you hear? A boy who's run away? Oh? He wouldn't have been carrying a spear, would he? My son? I'm afraid not. He must be a fine boy, then. What do you mean by that? 
How much good has ever been done by hurling a spear, friend? Well, uh, uh, I... I hadn't thought of that. There are some boys who have more important interests in life. Is that right, John? Yes, Peter. Some, for example, who seek after knowledge of different things. After the beauty of God's creations. Aren't there, Peter? I, from the way you talk, you must have seen my son. We do have one boy here who would fit your description. Then I must see him. Take me to him at once, please. First, we must take you to someone else. Someone else? Yes, to the master. Me? You'd take me to the master? But why? He has something to say to you. The master is aware of me? More than you know. Come along, man. Come along. Please, you must be making some mistake. The master couldn't want to talk to me. Master, here is the man. The one we spoke of to you. You spoke about me? What have I done? Why do you bring me here? To the master. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not kill. And whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment. But I say unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Vain one, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Does this apply to me? Whom have I... Uh... Oh. What is it, friend? I haven't hated anyone. But I have called someone a fool. Now the master says it's a crime. Hellfire, the master said, for calling someone a fool. Why? Why? Because, though it's not one of those crimes punishable on earth, it's the kind of crime that cuts deepest and leaves the greatest wound. But if someone's wrong, if he does foolish Who's things, he... say? What a man does in his enthusiasm may be wrong. But shall we rob him of his enthusiasm because we don't agree with him? How else is the world to go forward? How else is new thought to be born? Great men have been called fools. Even greater men will be called fools. And to do so can be the greatest crime of all. For it destroys people. Then... Then I'm a criminal, John. And if the master wants to have me punished for the great wrong I've done my son... I'm ready to take my punishment. I can see in your face that you've been punished enough. You've punished yourself by driving your son from you. And now, Peter, shall we help this man find his son?
Be quiet. The boy is still sleeping. My son. My son. What's that he's clutching to his body? A collection of rocks and flowers and things he loves. He showed them all to us. I know. I taunted him about them. Son. Philip. Hmm? What? Father, I... Philip, Philip, look at me. There's nothing to cry about. Now I've found you. I'll take you back home. Home? Of course. Your mother and I, we want you. We need you. But all the things you said to me, I thought you didn't love me. I'm a fool. How could you love me? I loved you as much as anyone could love a son. I just didn't understand you. I didn't know how wrong I'd been. But now we're going home together. Is it true? Is it? Yes, son, it's true. Your father wants you. And your mother's waiting for you. And on the way home, you can tell me all those interesting things you tell your classmates and your teacher. You'd really want to hear them? Of course. Then we'll go. As soon as I thank these two men for helping me, they fed me and gave me a place to sleep. Thank you, sirs. Yes. Thank you, sirs. For giving me back my son. For having the master teach me a lesson I needed very badly. From now on, no more cruel words for my son. Because I'll keep repeating to myself what the master said. That'll help me to understand. But I say unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say to his brother, Vain one, shall be in danger of the council. But whosoever shall say, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire.
This program was brought to you by the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company. Next week on this same network at this time, we'll present The Calling of Matthew, another episode in the greatest story ever told from the greatest life ever lived. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.